0: Hello there and welcome to a new episode of Real Talk, Real Woman. Today we are welcoming Rudy Cromwell from Eastern Canada, Colin Wood to be precise. And uh, Rudy Cromwell is a founder and owner of her own construction and renovation company, single mom of two boys, and she has a biological narcissistic mother whom she has not talked to in over 10 years. So welcome Rudy. Very happy to have you here today. And let's talk about breaking generational trauma.
1: Great. Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
0: Do you want to first introduce yourself a little bit
1: more? Just so uh, people sure. get to know you um, some yes. Uh as uh, mentioned um single mama two boys super proud of them. Um, They're 21 and 17 now, uh, and I've raised them pretty much their whole lives on my own, Um, doing that while uh, holding down my own business uh, that I'm very hands-on with. I'm on the job site working most days, Um, raised in the church uh, thanks to my grandparents, so I do have a strong faith as well. And uh, yeah, I just spend my time working, raising my boys and and trying to to be a a light in my community for others. So
0: beautiful, yes. I'm I'm sure you're not trying, but you are being a light for your your community. For sure, for sure. Thank you. So yeah. I guess the first question would be, why did you stop talking with your mother what happened
1: uh it's just the whole childhood of growing up with this narcissistic mother that always i always felt like i wasn't wanted and uh she was just very mean and condescending to me most of the time and but was a very nice person to everybody else, which I think is very typical with narcissistic people. They kind of have that one target that they gaslight, but they're a decent human to everybody else. And it just really left me as a a kid feeling like I didn't belong. I didn't know my place in the world. I didn't feel loved or wanted. Um, And then as I kind of hit my teen years and kind of was getting uh you know some counseling through like my high school guidance counselor um they're always trying to get you to talk things out and reconnect and um same usually with your pastor from your church they're all about reconciliation and honor your mother and your father but I would try to implement the things that they were telling me to do like Well, you know, sit your mom down, have a conversation with her, set boundaries. But she just didn't give two craps about my boundaries. She treated me however she was going to treat me. I could do no right in her eyes, even though I was a decent student with good grades. You know, I was in cadet program as a teenager. I did all the right things trying to basically, I guess, prove myself to her that I was worthy and nothing was ever good enough for her. So getting into my early adult life, and in more therapy, um, we had been discussing, like then maybe if she can't respect your boundaries, this is a relationship you just need to cut off. And then though, as the child, I felt guilty about that because I'd been raised my whole life. You have to honor your mother and your father. You have to, you know, give them all this respect. Um, But it took years of therapy to learn that, you know, no, it doesn't matter if you have that parental and child relationship, respect still needs to be earned. And she was doing nothing to earn that from me. So the only way for me to kind of heal and feel better and become okay with myself in my own skin was to cut her out of my life and um it still didn't actually happen that way <laughs> in a weird turn of events I'd struggled with it for years it's like well do I cut her off or do I just back off a little like what do I do here you know searching the cosmos and asking God for answers like how do I handle this uh we had had another conversation uh by this time my boys were born and they they were little but my oldest was probably about 10 or 11 years old. So he was old enough to kind of sense vibes and get that things weren't cool there. And uh, I was having another conversation with her about like boundaries, like, look, I want you to be part of my life. I want you to be part of your grandson's life, but you need to respect these boundaries. And she was the one that just out of nowhere went, well, fine, then you're dead to me. I no longer have a daughter. I don't want you in my life. And for about two minutes I was like devastated and hurt, but then I had that aha moment of this is a blessing in disguise. She did what I couldn't do for years because I felt guilty about it. And that was about 10 years ago and it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders. From that point on, I could then really start my healing process okay. and not feel guilty about it because I was trying to heal before, but there's always still that underlying guilt. But, but she, she absolved that for me and it was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I'm, I'm
0: going to, to, to read to rebounce on two elements there, so, so important. First of all, one of the ways to read ourselves from narcissistic, toxic relationships with whoever it is. It might be a mother, it might be a boyfriend, it might be a husband, it might be a co-worker, it might be a boss. It can be even your yeah. friends just a friend. Exactly. It can be yeah. anything. You don't know what it actually is. And um, when you can get to the point that the abusive, toxic person cuts off with you, that's probably heaven or earth because then that person will not contact you ever again, which is good for you, which is exactly what you're looking for. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: You know that uh, my first, I I have two ex-husbands like, violent and organism yeah. that doesn't work, obviously. The first one, I had to go with that, um, with that uh, technique, I would say, and let him hang in there until he would give me the divorce paper. In the meantime, yeah. I waited out. I couldn't ask him. I couldn't me come and say, okay, we divorce. No. It was like the, the protection measures of the union, of the couple, that was a long, big sentence to say what kind of, of official separation it was. But I yeah. I, I wouldn't start the divorce until he would start it. And one day, blessing, I received the paper 35 years. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. Now that's amazing. The other thing I would like to um, rebound on, there is indeed this sentence, which is actually a commandment, honor your mother and father. What does that mean? And I do not think it actually means have a relationship with them. Yeah. I do not think this is what it actually means. No. I think that it means be a good person, in your own right that parents and all other society members can be happy about and proud of yes can feel honored to meet you Mm -hmm. it might not be your parents actually but it's like okay parents more in the sense of community and society and honor more in the sense of feel good be good yes and 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 do your best and, and and participate and do your part this is how I would much more feel it is actually about more than have a relationship and tell them everything and take whatever back and and even if it doesn't work I don't think this is really what it means
1: <laughs> no not at all no.
0: <laughs> how did you come to the release the realization of this honor because you thought about that and you you studied about that a lot, of course, with all this thing going on. How did you approach
1: this honor your parents? Um, Well, up until that point, it was pretty much your typical yes ma'am, no ma'am. I did what I was told and it, and, like I was mentioning, it was this constant trying to be perfect. And obviously, none of us are. (laughs) So let's just get that out there. Uh, But bending over backwards, almost to, to be the perfect child, like I got great grades, graduated high school, you know, when I was always involved in things, like I said, I was in the cadet program as a teenager, you know, I was a track and cross country running star and lots of ribbons and medals and all that sort of stuff But none of that seemed to matter. So I could be doing something better and in this day and age when we're trying to empower and lift women when I got like accepted to college, I, I was proud of me first member of my family to even go to college. She didn't care. So like, why are you wa- bothering with college? You should just get married and give me grandchildren. Like, that was her response to me getting accepted to college. <laughs> it's, it's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, 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 and like just things like that happened all along throughout my life. And it was just, can't you just for once just say good for you? That's all I ever wanted. <laughs> it's just a simple, good for you. I'm proud of you, but no. The, so as that was bringing me down, I still always had that in my head, but she's my mom. Try to respect her, do as she asks. And it was just sucking the soul out of me and putting yes. me continually deeper into a hole.
0: hmm Mm-hmm. So much to understand you. Wow. So how did you heal then? Because there was a lot, because you said that the healing process started when she actually dropped you once and for all. Yeah. And really consider uh, okay. She
1: she actually broke to link which was the best outcome it was the best outcome i'm not sure she really meant it long term (laughs) i think she just kind of said it in the heat of the moment but i was like no we're gonna run with that (laughs) and uh and yeah as i said then my healing process really started um i was in some more therapy after that and talking that out with my therapist and And even she was saying, no, that's a blessing in disguise, like, you know, really work on you now, you be happy and proud of yourself. And I found also along the way that it's very important to surround yourself with friends and and family that you choose to make your family that do encourage and support you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my friend, I, I often say this to people all the time. My friends are my family. They're, they're the people that, you know, encourage me, lift me up, you know, they'll be there just to hold me on a bad day, but they're there to cheer me on, on the best of days. And when you have that and you see that stark contrast between those people empowering and lifting you up the way your biological family should have it's like no i'm good with them over there <laughs> exactly. and it's true you don't need to to keep those toxic people in your life when you have better people mm-hmm. um i've heard it said many times you you are the sum of the the five main people you hang out with yes, yes. and and that's the thing it doesn't have to be family it can be who you choose
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yes you are the sum of the five people you hang out most ways that is true sorry i'm just writing it down because it's true you know when we choose to remove the label of mother, father, husband, children, whatever family members that we are supposed to. We do it if there is a good relationship, if there is a healthy bi-directional relationship where both feel good in that relationship this is when it's 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 worth doing it but if not and if actually it's not love but obligation there is yeah. a time there is a time and space when you have this opportunity to get it through and truly let it go yes that is good it is actually good and all the also the, i should be a better mother i should be a better children i should be do you
1: yeah exactly
0: is that even true in an ideal world where everybody goes along well yeah be good but don't yeah you? and when you really really take a step back and really ask yourself okay are these people good would you hang out with them if they were only friends and not blood related exactly would you and if the answer to that one is oh my god no no (laughs) what are you doing with them
1: exactly
0: but you have to do you and really really ask yourself that question do you Yes, that is yes, my mother Yeah, so what?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: so what? Does that give her any right to mistreat you? Does that give you any right to mistreat mistreat her? And yeah, the no. answer is no, no, no. Everybody
1: deserves better than that.
0: exactly. And you don't have to dread the next Christmas family gathering exactly you just like you know what okay so where are my friends can we just like hang out together yeah sure come yeah. over <laughs> join my yeah. family sure yeah. and we start to just like rejoice finally and take back your your joy of life your own harmony yeah. it's the right people for you because we are not all getting along with each other it does not work yeah. that way here on earth as human being with all the relationships it, it's not everyone you'll we'll have some people with whom really vibe and others are not.
1: Exactly. Like there's still being polite and compassionate to the people in your life, like you were mentioning before, like coworkers or neighbors that you kind of have to work with, but you don't get along. Like you're not going to cut everybody out of your life just because you don't agree with them and stuff. But there's a difference between just people that don't quite mesh with each other and people that are toxic you can learn to play nice and get along with people that you might not see eye to eye with but if someone's literally toxic the way they treat you and the way they take up space around you is negative to you and makes you feel less about yourself they don't need to be in your life correct absolutely correct And then it helps everybody and everything around you. Like I know, like that relationship with my mom dragged me down for so many years. But then once that relationship was cut off and I started healing, I started being a better friend to my friends. Mm -hmm. I wasn't always the Debbie Downer every time we hung out together because I was still upset from something nasty my mother said to me three days ago. Mm -hmm. I became a better mom. I became a better friend. Mm -hmm. I had more positive vibes going on in me that that made me go out in my community and volunteer more. Uh, Our town has a youth shelter specifically for teens. I'm a big supporter of them. I do fundraisers for them. Um, I do Christmas uh, baskets for all the youth in the home every year for Christmas because I'm passionate about that because I want those young people who are homeless and kicked out and a lot of the same similar things I went through to know that someone out there in the world cares about you. Your family may not, but I do. So that's been, I've been doing that for about five years now and very passionate about it. So that's good. But I probably wouldn't have been in a good enough space to do that if I was still stuck in that toxic relationship with my own mom. So likely, likely,
0: yes, that has been an amazing proof that you have healed this ability to see other youth, teen, and really see them for who they are and show them appreciation and telling them, hey, I'm proud of you. It does work. It's amazing. Wow. I think we really have, what we just shared during this um, recording I think it's essential for so many people to dare to break free from these relationships. They have been taught that they have to hold on. Do you?
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you?
0: (laughs) No. You don't. No,
1: you don't. Not at all. You don't.
0: Objectively, you don't. Yeah, I'm going to nope. cut you off. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yes. I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's amazing. Rudy, I think it's a, it's a breath of fresh air to give ourselves the rights to yes. get who we really are, you know, and to not keep ourselves under obligations. Exactly. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a indeed a huge weight lifted off the shoulders. Okay, be you.
1: Yep, and then you can really step into who you were meant to be at mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. Totally.
0: All right. So that was breaking generational trauma with Rudy Cromwell. How can people
1: reach out to you? i'm sure some people will want to have a conversation (laughs) with you (laughs) very possibly uh you can reach out to me on facebook just my name rudy cromwell okay uh r-u-d-i yes yes that may not be evident for everybody Uh, (laughs) r-u-d-u-i okay i okay Cromwell. or you can find me on instagram at reemerging spirit oh that's beautiful re-emerging spirit spirit
0: (laughs) that's beautiful and of course I will update the description with precisely your links so that also over time if you shift it around and change somewhat just reach out back to me so that we can update that
1: no problem
0: (laughs) that's wonderful Rudy, it is such an honor to have you here today. Thank you very much. And I look forward to speaking with you again very soon. Great. Thank you. I was very happy to be able to share today. Definitely. Thank you.